Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What do we know for sure from this election? Let's start with that. One, we know that pollsters are worthless. They suck. They're corrupt. And they're nothing more than cheerleaders for the Democratic Party trying to influence the outcome of elections. We know that the pollsters got this election so wrong that it was even worse statistically than 2016. We know that the pollsters are clearly not actually pollsters but they are trying to influence the hearts and minds of American voters. What else do we know about this election? We know that Republicans had unprecedented historic turnout on Election Day. Republicans showed up like we've never seen before in this country on Election Day. We also know that Donald Trump's campaign swing and never stopping like the Energizer Bunny and doing unbelievable number of, of events despite COVID restrictions in many places he went, clearly had an impact in changing the outcome in many states, Florida included. We also know that the media did a great job of protecting Hunter Biden and Joe Biden from the corruption of Hunter Biden. We know that their media silence on that story clearly helped Joe Biden in some states that he could have been in trouble if the real news would have been reported. We also know that the Democrats have fundamentally figured out a way to change how our elections are done in this country for their advantage, using COVID as the means to try something out that clearly worked in a huge way for them. When you can send out ballots to anyone that's registered, even if they don't ask for a ballot in some of these states, and you don't even have to check the signatures to match, you can win an election if you're a Democrat. 
What we know is Democratic voters were happy to take a ballot they didn't ask for and send that ballot back in, or maybe somebody else sending it in for them. We'll never know. We know that many people probably had no problem getting a ballot that wasn't their ballot and sending it in because there was no worry about getting in trouble with election law abuses because you didn't have to match up some of these names and signatures. What we know is the Democratic Party has fundamentally changed how an election is run, and they're going to do everything they can moving forward to make sure that in the future you don't have to show up to vote. We'll help you vote by showing up on your behalf, handing you about in the mail that may or may not get to you. Even if you don't want to vote, someone else may or may not vote for you on your behalf. We also know that the networks suck at their job. Yeah, and I'm looking at the conservative network as well. Arizona has shown just what a cluster, you know what, the media is. There were people in line in Arizona waiting to vote, getting alerts on their phone that Arizona had been called and that Arizona was going to Joe Biden. How many people got out of line? How many people decided to not get out of their car to go in and vote because they got that alert? And it looks like, in fact, Arizona will go to Donald Trump, not to Joe Biden. Everything that could have helped the Democrats win an election has happened on their behalf. And even with all of that, we saw historic voter turnout for Republicans. Donald Trump was able to turn out the vote like never before. And the pollsters were wrong, worse than they were in 2016. Imagine if they told the truth going into the election. Imagine if they actually told you honestly where Donald Trump was in the polls instead of being down in every state that he needed to be winning to have a chance to win the election. Imagine what impact that could have had on voters, because one thing we know about voters is they like to say they pick the winner, not the loser. You look at what these pollsters did, and they deserve to all be fired. They're worse than weathermen. Now, let's talk about where we actually are right now. There is a legal battle that is taking place in this country. The legal team, Jay Sekulow and Rudy Giuliani, the same people that were fighting on behalf of the president with impeachment, are heading up this battle. Rudy Giuliani is right now in Philadelphia, where some of the biggest corruption is taking place. Do I believe there's corruption in Philadelphia? Yes. Do I believe that there is corruption in Michigan? Yes. Do I believe that there are question marks in Wisconsin? Yes. What I know is in Wisconsin, which they have now called for Biden, it puts Biden at 264 electoral votes. 270 is the magic number you need to win. Donald Trump right now stands at 214. There are some major states out right now that we also need to be talking about. The states that are out right now include places like Georgia. Georgia is one of those, Arizona and others like that. Who has a better hand that they've been dealt right now? I'm not going to lie to you. It is Joe Biden. Do I think the president's going to do everything he can to fight back? Yes. In fact, Rudy Giuliani made that clear in Philadelphia at this press conference. And here is what he had to say about the legal aspect of this election and what they are suing over to make sure that your vote is actually counted and not canceled out. It, it is it is very, very sad that we're here in the city that's uh, really the birthplace of our democracy. 
And this is among one of the most anti-democratic things I've ever seen or encountered. And it's not just here in, 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 Phil, in Philadelphia. This is going on all over the country. Uh, we have filed a lawsuit. The lawsuit actually required that when these mail-in ballots that you know are highly suspicious anyway, this form of balloting has always been considered the most prone to fraud. That's according to the New York Times when it didn't apply to candidate President Trump. Well, we were supposed to be allowed by law to observe the counting of the ballots. Now, observe means to any intelligent person being able to look at it. The way it's interpreted by the Democrat crooked machine of Philadelphia is that the observers can be 20 or 30 feet away, never able to see the ballot itself, never able to see if it was properly postmarked, properly addressed, properly signed on the outside. All the things that often lead to disqualification of ballots or make it very easy to dump 50,000 totally fraudulent ballots because they're not observed. This went on for 20 hours while all of you thought there was some kind of legitimate count going on here in Philadelphia. It was totally illegitimate. So we went back to court and we went before a Democrat judge. No need to tell you what the result in Philadelphia is if you're before a Democrat judge. Obviously a political hack who doesn't know the meaning of the word observe. Observe means to be able to look. Not a single Republican has been able to look at any one of these mail ballots. They could be from Mars as far as we're concerned. Or they could be from the Democratic National Committee. Joe Biden could have voted 50 times as far as we know, or 5,000 times. The ballots could be from Camden. Philadelphia, unfortunately, and I say this about my own city, has a reputation for voter fraud. You have a reputation for dead people voting, and we're going to go look at just how many dead people voted here. I didn't think we'd have to do that, but we will. And you have a reputation for people being bussed in from Camden voting here. Wouldn't be the first time that happened. But this goes way beyond any of that. And let me also add that this isn't happening just here. We have exactly the same lawsuit in Wisconsin where exactly the same thing happened. Except in Wisconsin, mysteriously, at 4 o'clock or 3 o'clock in the morning, about 120,000 ballots appeared. Oh, here come these ballots. Well, we have no idea if they really are ballots. We have no idea if they're signed, if they're postmarked properly, if it isn't just the same person who submitted 100,000 ballots, and they all got counted. This is the way they intend to win. Now I'm informed by former Congressman Sweeney, who's been going around the country collecting this information, that similar situation in Arizona, similar situation in Nevada, and a similar situation, what am I missing, John? Where are you? In, in Michigan, in Detroit, Michigan. Again, let me be specific what it is. This whole new thing that never happened before in our country, these mail-in ballots, which has been a cause of real concern for everyone because they can easily be fraudulent. Well, one of the things that the law attaches to that is the right for both parties to observe the ballot, the way we do with absentee ballots. You make certain it's properly signed. On the outside, there's a signature. You make sure that it's properly postmarked. You make sure it 
You make sure that it's uh, properly addressed, and then you pass on it. A number of these are often challenged by the Democrat representative or the Republican representative. <laughs> we never got a chance to look at a single one of them. The gentleman here who, was, who, who did this for us says about 100,000 ballots went through that process in the 20-plus hours in which they wasted his time by not allowing him to see a single ballot. Well, that's 120,000 ballots that should be should just be taken out of the count. So you want to look at that number, that 120,000 should come out. And this is an area in which Biden is getting 60, 70 percent of the vote. I don't know if I, I don't know this is going on any other place. But it is going on in enough with enough frequency in Wisconsin that we've brought suit. And now we'll have to look into three other places. What it says to me is this is a concerted effort of the crooks that run the Democrat Party. And you know these big city machines are crooked. You know that. 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 100 years of one-party rule leads to corruption of all kinds. Voter fraud is one of the biggest because that's how you keep your power. But we're not going to let them get away with it. They're not going to steal this election. This election gets decided by the people. These people, the elite, they don't care about the people. The people are the deplorables, the chumps. They're, you know, they're not important. To President Trump, he's the whole reason that he ran for office. And he's the whole reason for which he's carrying on this campaign. So that your vote can mean something. So that your vote doesn't get wiped out by a hundred thousand fraudulent, meaningless paper ballots that no one gets to observe. So we are going to Continue the lawsuit here. We're going to bring a second one, and then we're going to bring a federal lawsuit. And we're going to take a very good look at whether we bring this nationally. We certainly are going to bring it here and in Wisconsin. Quite possibly, we'll do a national lawsuit and really expose the corruption of the Democrat Party. But this is beyond anything I've ever seen before. This comes when you think you have so much power and you own the media that you can do anything you want. Well, sorry. We're going to fight for the people. We're going to vindicate their right. And the ultimate result is President Trump has won Pennsylvania. I've never heard of a count where you're ahead by 400,000 with 80 plus percent counted. And they haven't called it for you yet. They called California the moment it came, the polls closed. How many votes do you have to be ahead? To win, for a Republican to win here, how many votes do we have to be ahead? 400,000 is not enough? With 80-plus percent counted? I think there's only 14% of the vote to go. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? You know something? The Democrats do think you're stupid, and they do think you're fools, and that's why you get called deplorable and chumps. It's over. We're going to stick with this. We're going to win this election. We've actually won it. Just a matter of counting the votes fairly. So you hear Giuliani making his argument for why this election isn't over. It is, a, is it a valid argument? Yes. Is it a legitimate one? Yes. Now let's talk about what the president would have to actually do to pull this thing off. And, and it's got to be pretty much perfect. Let's talk first about Georgia. Georgia right now, and this is with 96% of the vote in, 
Uh, the race has not been called yet by the Associated Press or anyone uh, that's reputable. Put an asterisk by that, by the way. Donald Trump has 2,403,000 votes. Joe Biden has 2,344,000. Now, that means that Donald Trump has 50% of the vote. Joe Biden has 48.8% of the vote. And the Libertarian Party candidate, Joe Jer- uh, Georgensen, may have saved us. She took 58,550 votes, or 1.2% of the vote, uh, in Georgia. The reason why I say she may have saved us is uh, she was more of a liberal libertarian, libertarian Party candidate. And that's the reason why she may have done us a favor by running in Georgia. Others may disagree with me, and that's fine. I don't really care. What I'm telling you is, is Donald Trump's winning there. If Donald Trump wins in Georgia and those electoral votes go to him, that is going to help us significantly. Now, let's look at Arizona, because obviously Arizona is going to matter as well. Eighty four percent of the vote is in at the time I'm telling you this. Right now, you have Joe Biden. With 51% of the vote. That's the reason why most places have it leaning towards him winning it. Uh, there are others that have already called the, the race. The Associated Press has called the race. Fox News called the race for Joe Biden. Donald Trump has 47.6%. Now, let's talk about the actual raw numbers here. Uh, you've got Joe Biden with 1,411,000 votes and change. Donald Trump, 1,318,000. Let me go back. We only have 84% reporting. I believe, and the Trump campaign believes, that this could swing to Donald Trump because many of the areas that are still outstanding are hardcore conservative parts of the country. I am not willing to concede Arizona yet because there's 84% of the vote in, not 94%. And the number of votes that are coming in from other places, uh, this could easily, easily have an impact in a major way. On this election, I think that was a premature call by many of the networks, and I think they screwed up. Now, let's look at Michigan, for example. Michigan is uh, a state where it's pretty clear that it was going to be tight. We knew that. 99% reporting. Uh, This Not everybody has called this race yet. It is one that is going to go into a recount because it's within a percentage point. Joe Biden right now has 49.9% of the vote. Donald Trump has 48.6. There's 2.6 million, 888,000 for Biden. 2.618 for Donald Trump. It is very, 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 very tight. Libertarian Party there taking 1.1% of the vote. Don't tell me your vote doesn't matter. This is going to be worth a recount. Do I think it's an uphill battle for the president? Yes, I do. I absolutely do. I think it definitely is an uphill battle for uh, the president. Anyone that tells you otherwise is lying to you. I'm not a cheerleader. I want to make that clear. I tell you the honest truth. Before we get to that, I want to say a big thank you to AMAC, the number one conservative organization in the country, and they're fighting right now to make sure that your vote is counted appropriately. If you want to make sure that you have a conservative organization standing up and fighting for your values and have a feeling we're going to need them now more than ever before with what we're witnessing around the country, you need to join and make sure that your voice is heard. Democrats are well organized, folks, like we've never seen before. 
Look at what they're doing with these elections. Look at what they're doing with these vote counts. Look at what they're doing uh, with changing the rules. We have to be organized and fight back. I want you to join the number one conservative organization in the country, AMAC, right now for free for one year. They are going to keep you updated on what's going on with this election. They're going to keep you updated with the recounts and the legal uh, ramifications of this election. And they're going to be fighting for you uh, no matter what happens to make sure that our voice is not silenced out in Washington. If you have not joined, join now for free. You'll get the AMAC magazine as well every month, which gives you all the updates on the latest breaking political news and stories that the mainstream media and the left are not covering. How do you get your free membership? Just go to benfreeonline.com. 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 And grab your one-year free membership right now. Pennsylvania right now, 87% of the vote reporting is a very interesting race because Donald Trump has to win Pennsylvania. Donald Trump is at 51.7% of the vote right now. Joe Biden's at 47.1% of the vote. You would think that would be enough to put Donald Trump over the top. It's not, necessarily. It's not a given like 100%. That's the reason why it's not being called so far. What we do know is the Democrats are loving how things are going. There has been a lot of misinformation on social media. I'm not going to tell you about the stupid stuff that I've read and people have sent me and texted me about, you know, I heard this and I heard that. I am going to tell you about the real story. If you want to be angry about corruption in the Democratic Party, I'm going to give you the actual news that you need to know about. Let me give you an example. The chairman of the Georgia GOP, a state right now that we are fighting for like never before in Georgia right now. Let me tell you where we are. 96% reporting. The Associated Press has not called the race yet, nor has anyone else. Donald Trump has a very small lead there, 50% to 48.8. In actual vote numbers, Donald Trump's at 2,403,000. Joe Biden, 2,344,000. Right now, we have 96% reporting. Let me tell you what you can be angry about. I'm talking about just flat out furious. And the word I like to use, I'm not allowed to use. The chairman of the Georgia GOP has come out and has said that Fulton County, that is Atlanta, told the GOP observers, those that watch the vote to make sure shady stuff's not going on, to go ahead and go home and to leave for the night last night, acting like they were done counting for the evening. Then they continued to count ballots in secret. David Schaefer, chairman of the Georgia GOP, said today that Georgia's Fulton County instructed the Republican observers to leave and then continue to count ballots in secret, despite claiming that they were, quote, closing up for the night. At the Georgia Republican State Headquarters, monitors reported from county tabulation centers problems with Republican and other public observers being allowed to view tabulation and canvas. That is how they put it. Fulton County told Fulton County told our observers last night to go home because they were closing up and then continue to count ballots in secret. The Atlanta County 
made headlines last evening following reports of a burst water pipe at the ballot processing site delaying absentee ballot counting. Georgia's Secretary of State, who would thank goodness is a Republican, provided an update telling reporters that his team asked counties to get their election results counted by day's end. Every legal vote will count, he assured. The state had roughly 200,000 outstanding ballots at the time that he came out and gave an update to the media. Now, Trump led by less than 79,000 votes as of about 4 o'clock Eastern time, with 93% of the votes counted in Georgia. That is something, if you want to get angry, this is what you get angry about. That you have in Atlanta, a hardcore liberal part of the state, Okay, a hardcore liberal part of the state. You have these Fulton County election individuals that are so corrupt, they actually told people to go home because they were done counting for the night and then they continued to count in secret. Why would you do that? I think it's fair to say the only reason why you would do that is if you're trying to do something that's shady. If you're trying to do something shady. Now, the Biden campaign is already posturing like they have won this thing. They just put out a statement. The Biden campaign said they have not had any contact yet with the Trump team. Keyword yet from the Trump team, implying that they are owed something from the Trump team, like a phone call saying, we're going to quit. Or it's over. There was something else that happened last night that you can be extremely angry about. And that was the fact that last night, and this was a true story that Facebook and Twitter have already started shutting down accounts for people that shared it. Twitter started censoring people who were screaming about a big problem in Michigan. There were 380, what, excuse me, 183,339 votes that all of a sudden popped up while we were sleeping. Of those 138,339 votes that went into the system, guess how many of them went for Joe Biden? 138,339. If you're not good with numbers, that means all of them. Now, there were people that immediately were like, this is a huge problem. You have an influx of 138,000 votes, and all of them go to Biden. Not a single of them, one of them goes to Trump. Clearly, something's wrong. You, you could call it election fraud, right? You could do that. You could call it election fraud. That's what anybody would do. It's, 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 it's mathematically impossible to have 138,339 people vote and not a single one of them vote for one of the candidates in a presidential race. That it would never happen, and it is insane. When I saw it, I lost my mind, too. So then people started pointing this out, and immediately Facebook and Twitter started censoring people that were sharing this information, saying that it needs context, that it's fake news, it's not real. Started shutting down and censoring people's accounts for sharing this. Well, guess what happened? Michigan has now come forward, and they've said, and this is something you can be angry about, 138,339 Biden votes were, in fact, a data error. That according to a spokesman for the state. The error, error, they say, was rectified. 
The decision desk headquarters said a statement that they did fix the error and it is fine. Quote, the influx of 138,339 Biden votes cited in the tweets about Michigan were the result of a data error. According to a spokesman for the decision desk headquarters, the error was later rectified. Well, that's important. Quote, they say, hey, it was just a simple error. I'm quoting now. It was just a simple error from a file created by the state that was ingested. No big deal. DD headquarters does not correct, amend, adjust any state-provided file. The state notified the error and produced an updated count. This happens on election nights, plural, and we expect other vote tabulators in Michigan experience this error and corrected the real-time numbers as we did. Uh, what? You're kidding me. So I'm just supposed to see this and not freak out. Now, I'll say it again. When this happened, there were people that said, well, this right here is reason enough to bring a lawsuit, right? Because this is impossible and everybody knows this won't happen, that this can't happen, that this will not happen. That it, there's no way that that many votes can be cast and not a single one of them went for Donald Trump. Yeah. You can be angry about that. They say they fixed it. No big deal. It was just an error. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. Um, was the error fixed? I talked to the Trump team. They say the error was fixed and it was never a part of the official count of the state. It was a file they uploaded for the media. Regardless, I should be able to challenge that without having to worry that I'm going to be shut down. There's also some other problems that you can be angry about as well. In North Carolina and Wisconsin, it appears on some voter rolls, more people voted than there were actual registered voters. The states are saying, well, that's because so many people were able to, to register to vote with COVID last minute. And they will update those files. In North Carolina, for example, at one point last night, it was showing 104% of registered voters voted. That's kind of impossible. The maximum will be 100. In Wisconsin, there was another one that showed 103% had actually voted. Also impossible. We're going to continue to look into this as well uh, and see. Now, let me give you a recap. What I do know is this. It's not over yet. It's going to be tough for this president to win. I'm not going to lie to you. But it is not over yet. It was tough in 2016. It was tough for George Bush in 2000. People win tough elections all the time. Second thing, the pollsters clearly were trying to influence the election, rooting for Joe Biden. And the Democrats have clearly figured out a way to win elections. That's by changing how we do an election, all in the name of COVID. If you can carpet bomb out ballots to everybody that's registered, you have a much better chance, if you're a Democrat, of winning an election than a Republican. What I do know is we did show up. We showed up in historic numbers. Our voter turnout on Election Day kicked the living crap out of Joe Biden. The only reason why Joe Biden is winning these states is because of these early votes that were cast. Where many times they sent out all these ballots to people, canvassing entire states of registered voters. That is not how an election is supposed to go down. It is not how an election is supposed to go down. It's not. And I'll leave it at that. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 